Hey, everybody, this is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again in the new year for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, Mom reviews the documentary, The Super Bible. Super Vibe Einstein movie. That's going to be great. On this episode, Mom reviews the documentary The Super Bob Einstein movie. That's better. Let's bring Mom in now. Hi, Mom. Hi, Johnny. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm looking forward to talking about Bob Einstein later. And that's a sin because I didn't see that. So it's going to be a hard conversation. Yeah, well, you... You rarely watch the material anyway. So. True, true. Uh, I wonder if you can um, hear me better. I have new earphones. Oh, headphones. do you? Yes, you I sound, do. It sounds like you're in the same room. Yes. Isn't that a miracle? Is yeah. it, Daddy got me Daddy yeah. got me new, new um, headphones. Yeah. What brand are they? I don't know. They say, they say ATH-M50X. Huh. And they're white. Ooh, the Atham 50s. I think that's good. They're beautiful. <laughs> good. Wow, I can picture it. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And all our listeners can uh, perceive the sparkling audio quality. Uh, how was your Christmas, Mom? Uh, it was a little bit quiet, but it was very good. I was a little frantic before. Uh, I thought I did a little christmas shopping uh mm. yeah apparently i did a lot more than i thought yeah. uh, as maybe you can attest to um so it was sort of a mad rush to get everything out the door uh so that it would get everywhere on time being that everybody decided to just wing their job for that week before christmas uh, yeah everybody was done yeah done Although the post office did a pretty good job, uh, from what I heard. So uh, there you go, Louis. Hey, Louis. Good job. Good Christmas, Louis. <laughs> no, don't don't say that. Don't say that. Louis the man. No. Oh, he's, he's like Santa Claus. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's not. It's a sin. It's a sin because I heard he was going to cut hours, and I just don't know how our postmaster is going to work any less than he does now oh <laughs> you can't cut hours there's louis de joy spreading that joy you can't uh, spell de joy without joy after, after before christmas when you would go to the post office you would have to go this this is the scenario if you go before he leaves for lunch he leaves for lunch at twelve thirty. he says to you Oh, I really got slammed with mail. I'm not done. Uh, <laughs> They're always surprised like, when mail comes, even though they work for the post office. <laughs> what? Letters? And he looks around. He's He is waist deep in packages and mail. And he just looks around like, not my fault. And then, <laughs> and then because they cannot find people to work for the post office... Hmm. Apparently, he had to go out and do the rural route. 
Oh, really? Now this is the. So did he have the um, right hand drive no, car? He went no. in his truck, and I I used to I do occasionally did the rural route. Oh, when, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, when my friend was a postmaster, so that she could just shove the packages and mail into the box. Oh, with and you, I see. With you driving. driver, Got right. It. That's and, a good system, and, yeah. And so you do the route backwards so that she's facing <laughs> the right... That Does that make sense? It does, but yeah, it does. <laughs> so so uh, our postmaster comes sauntering back. He's supposed to be back at one thirty. He comes back at 10 after 2, and I said, well, what the hell? Are you making your own hours now? What's going on here? And uh, he said, well, I got I to gotta do the rural route now. Uh, there's nobody to do it. And it's like, well, this, this, is, <laughs> this isn't working for me. <laughs> Post office is optional as his duties are yeah, concerned for yeah. him now. He'll yeah. show up when he feels like it's it. It's like office hours for a professor, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder how much of that time, you know, he's spending down at the Jiffy Mart eating a ham sandwich and shooting the breeze with everyone there because he's a good he's a good uh, shoot the breeze kind of guy. And I just think, well, this is just this is chaos. This is bedlam. He's just doing what he wants. And there is there's no government here now. Uh, sounds like a New Hampshire dream, really, that you're describing. <laughs> sounds like the Wild West. Yeah, it's the Ron Swanson lifestyle, which uh, yeah. so many New Hampshireites aspire to. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. And Happy New Year, Louie. That's the moral of the story here. Thank you for spreading Christmas cheer to the whole nation, Louie DeJoy. Um, How did the rest... You know how we celebrated Christmas. We were here in Chicago, uh, much to the consternation of my in-laws, because we were planning after Christmas to... Meet up in uh, St. Louis with uh, Anna's family. And in the days we are approaching Christmas, I'm just watching all the news. Now, I don't know if you all remembered long ago, two weeks ago, um, (laughs) but, you know, all the graphs are suddenly like, um, it's like actually a Super Dave segment in that it just, (laughs) everything, it's suddenly a brick wall, right? Right. Cases. And it's all like, well, maybe the cases don't mean much because it's not as bad and it's all confusing. And meanwhile, I'm looking at like, all right, let's see what St. Louis is saying. And I go on their public health website and they have a press release out on December 23rd that basically says like, hey, don't come. Like, if you're thinking of coming, especially with someone who's unvaccinated, as uh, my yeah. daughter is. This is, is not your destination. Too young. Yeah, and you maybe don't come, right? <laughs> So I go home and I talk about it with with my, uh, you know, with my wife who wants to see her family, but agrees that it's just it's too uncertain. And we, you know, we haven't we talk it out with her family. I'm the tip of that spear. Loved that. Um, So that was just a fun evening. But I have to say, (laughs) in the end, our little family, I just ended the year proud of my little team, my little family, making it through another year, having a fun Christmas. The kids had a blast. You know, they got a ton of toys from you and stuff from me, and they've got stuff from the other grandparents on the way now. So 
they're happy. Um, it, the school situation is a nightmare, as we discussed before the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just filled with pride in my little clan. Um, that's fantastic. That's rolling great. with the punches. Yes. Yes. And that's what we really have to do. We should be a little more experienced. Uh, I'm a little more resentful of it, but uh, I'm more experienced <laughs> now. So uh, We're all resentful know, so, of it. Oh, yeah. God. The deja well, vu do. feeling at the end of the year was awful. It's Go really ahead. crazy. It's crazy. I, uh, you know, I, I uh, went to the supermarket the other day, and I have figured uh, I have a certain amount of time. I, it it varies, but um, the more organized I am before I go in, the better the the trip is. I'm still getting tripped up by lack of items that are on the shelf. Yeah. Um. But. All in all, I, I am still finding the people shopping with me very unpleasant. Oh, really? Did something yeah. happen? Did something else happen? Or Well, no, it's just that, you know, I realize, you know, everybody is not running their life around me. I do acknowledge that. Yeah. I do. But do you really have to touch every loaf of bread? <laughs> I don't understand these people that come into the supermarket with no mask on and then they want to touch everything, which I realize, you know, I can negate. I wear gloves, so I, I'm not touching the same stuff that they are. But why do you have to do that? That loaf of bread is the exact same as the second <laughs> one that you picked up and gave a look over. I don't understand. Oh, it's what like you're the doing. kids have got to touch every sugar cookie on the dish before they pick one. Right, they have to pick with their hands, Ugh. and yeah. the produce. I just want to go through blindfold and just throw stuff in the cart because people are they touch everything. Why do you people touch everything? Stop it! I hate it. You know, someone's got to put those oranges there in the first place, too. Well, you know, I, 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 I know that. I know that, but I just don't want to feel like everything I bring into my house has your cooties all over it well try not to drive yourself too crazy with the touching stuff because that's really not how it spreads from what we understand and this does remind me of a pre-pandemic conversation we had about um hot dogs (laughs) you considered the hot dog sterilized i forget by what magical process you were willing to eat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the botulism riddled hot dogs at the church uh, rummage oh, sale. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So but, you know, a hot you dog, know uh, that our germ <laughs> stuff is not always logical. What about a hot oh, dog? Oh, God, I know that. Since my sister now, and this is really, this is really criminal. Can I say something though before we talk about that? Have Can I say you thank want. you? Can I say thank you to? To Dave, unexpected Dave, for my Christmas card. I only got four this year. <laughs> Two of them were from family. One was from the oil company, and the other was from Dave. So I really appreciated that. He oh, knows the, who he is. Yeah, thank you, Dave. That was super sweet. Dave, I think, has won a prize on the podcast before, right? I mean, he's a loyal listener for a long time. We know unexpected Dave, of course. Yes, but, I'm uh, getting ready to adopt him. He won. <laughs> He won a prize, and then he sent you something back. Wow. Woo. He's the best. He's, He's putting the, the rest of you to shame, listeners. Get on the stick. Well, look, I also, I forget what I was going to say, but I just also did want to share with you 
that I talked to my sister on Christmas and I wanted to share with you her lovely Christmas tradition that that she started this year. Yeah. She they had quite a feast at their okay. house. Let's hear it. Yeah, they had uh, cream chip beef on toast. <laughs> <laughs> you told me that. Uh, yeah, prison Christmas. I said to her, "That isn't even. You had it earlier this week. Even it's not even My special. God. Cream chip beef on toast. Oh, for oh, Christmas." Dear. Do people even know what cream chip beef is? It's such an old-fashioned TV dinner. I have to confess to you that I do like it. I think have I liked it as a kid, but I, uh-huh. yeah, oh yeah, we had it a number of times when I was a kid, and we would look forward to it, but I can't imagine having it now. Hmm. I bet you would still like it. So this is what I was going to tell you anyway. Listen to me. I was Cream you know, chip beef. There's <laughs> nothing... What? Tell Nothing me. Nothing says Merry Christmas like cream chip beef. <laughs> we, uh, we were talking about hot dogs, which I love. I love, love, love a hot dog. I like a boiled hot dog um, as opposed to a grilled one because I've never had a grilled one as good as when I used to go to Howard Johnson's, which has long been defunct. But um, my sister emailed me when this news came out that – that. Uh, Every time you eat a hot dog, it takes, I don't know, X number of years off your life. Oh, wow. They measure it in uh, years, really? Seems like I would have run out of years by now. I can't believe how long I was going to (laughs) live. Well, I wonder, you know, I never bothered to investigate that. (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) But, you know, it sort of has... I haven't had a hot dog since then. Since this badly sourced statistic that you heard? Yeah. How do I check that to see if it's real? Well, even if, like, what if you found out the number? Like, oh, you lose three days. Like, what does that even mean? When I was in high school, someone told me, like, oh, every time you eat um, a scoop of Ben and Jerry's, that's a day off your life. I just well, what am I supposed that? to do with that information? I don't know. Yeah. Some friend of mine, some kook like your sister told you. Well, my sister does get a lot of her information from the National Enquirer. I have to say that. <laughs> or People Magazine, yeah. which is highly, highly uh, uh, respected for its accuracy. God, the it's... stuff some people read. Everybody knows <laughs> the star has the best sources. <laughs> One time, one time when she was up here, she said, oh, here's a new one. And she got it. She brought it home and read the whole thing. And then she said to me, uh, I already read that. <laughs> That's an old one. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's such quality journalism, it really sticks with you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It wasn't until she got to the back for the uh, trust ad that she realized she'd already read it. <laughs> The, the truss ad? Is that what you said? That there used to, yes. There used you know to be an is? ad for a truss on the back. Yeah, yeah I know what that I, is, but I never, I, I don't, don't know what the ad I don't really know what it is, but, you know, it looks like a girdly thing. I don't know what it yeah, does. Yeah, that's but, what I assume. But, but, uh, but it's for men, I think. Oh, really? Oh. I think. I, I really don't know what it is. Okay. Well, I think it, it holds your, but I think it holds all your man parts in one spot. Oh, I see. 
I see. It's hernia truss is what's coming. Oh, 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 oh. Hernia truss. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas (laughs) next year. If you do, if you do, you know what I'm going to send you, don't you? Um, That Apple thing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I still have. I still have. (laughs) What was it? An apple peeler. An apple peeler. The peel's the best part. Well, I agree because children will eat an apple that that can almost be a whole apple, and all that's gone is the skin. Right? Yeah, that's true. Once they get to the white part, they're like, "Yeah, I'm done." Yeah, this I don't need to eat that part. All right, uh, we covered Carol's festive meal. You said thank you to Dave. Uh, you want to give a quick shout out to Betty White? Now let's keep this festive because we've got a. Yes, it was we so sad to... at the end of last year, yes. and we got a yes. bubbly atmosphere. And I think this person should be celebrated. I agree for dying at ninety nine and living yep. every one of those years. Betty White recently passed. We just talked about her. She didn't quite make it to that surprise hundredth birthday party they were going to throw her. Uh, but we're still going and going to eat cake, so. Yeah, that's that's right. We were invited. Mom, uh, what, uh, what are your reflections on Betty White? Well, can I, uh, let me, can I just tell you a little side story? Yeah, that, uh, whatever you want. Yeah. When, when my aunt passed away, we went to her funeral, and then we went to one of my cousin's house for the after thing. And um, I had a piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> wow, this should be good. <clears throat> I had a piece of chocolate cake, and some guy backed up into me, and I got chocolate cake all over the back of his jacket, and then the cake fell on the floor on her carpet. <laughs> Talk about the guest from hell. And yeah. <laughs> so while while everybody's mournful and kind of tear, you're just smearing the it. entire environment <laughs> with chocolate cake. It was very embarrassed. And then I didn't know really what to do. How should I clean it up? So I went into the kitchen and I said, oh, somebody has dropped cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone. Good. In the dining room, um, would you like me to clean it up? <laughs> you can cut that out. I don't know what made me think of this. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Betty White. I thought you were going to say, and then Betty White came around the corner and said, let me, t- <laughs> that's it. <laughs> There's no way of taking that out. That was one of the strangest diversions. What made you think of that? Cake, same cake. <laughs> Wow. Well, what better tribute to Betty White could we have than that? <laughs> I don't know what just happened. But it's like a rose. It's like a rose story. It is like a rose. Oh, well done, Mom. It was like a Rose Nyland story from the Golden Girls. Well done. Where was she from? Um, oh, Saint Olaf. Good, Mom. Or- Saint Olaf is right. Yeah, I think. Um, I'm not even going to look it up. I'm so confident that's right. Saint Olaf. Stories from St. Olaf. It's such a different character she played on um, 
the Golden Girls, then she played on the Mary Tyler Moore show, which we discussed yeah. in our last episode, where she was um, smarter, like her character was smarter than she lets on, right? Because she would have these, she could go from doe-eyed to sticking a dagger in your back in a minute. Um, so oh, yeah. she was like a sharp cookie on that show. Um, yep. But on the Golden <laughs> Girls, she was this, this daffy character. She was... Um, she was versatile in her comedic voice. She really was. She really was because even when you see her as herself on Match Game or mm-hmm. or uh, Password, she's sharp. She's just uh, she uh, lots of puns and innuendo uh, and innuendo. Yes, yes, but but always tasteful. I think. Well, skirting the edge of taste um, in a way that worked really well on Match Game and on all those daytime game shows. But yeah, like very warm and like good game player, great game player on Password, um, which her husband Alan Ludden hosted for so many years on Pyramid, on all those games. She was always ready to deliver. I mean, I I don't know how they would keep track of this, but I feel like she must have been on as many game shows as anyone in the I would 20th think so. century, right? Yeah, I would think so. And and uh, so uh, flexible. I felt like, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, she could be she could be a little serious, you know, if it needed to be. But then she could be quite light and funny uh, all, you know, just within minutes. Absolutely. But doing all of it, speaking about the game shows now. With respect for the contestant, like, you know, a lot of people are funny, you know, a lot of the celebrity partners might be funny or entertaining, but you see the contestants sitting there kind of sweating or, um, you know, they're not in on the joke. uh, But she always, nobody was ever uncomfortable as Betty White's partner on these uh, games. Right. Um, That I really admire. Well, I do, too, because I think it's very easy to get caught up in yourself. Oh, yeah. And and then, um, you know, the 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 contestant is secondary, but yeah, you see it. And that's, that's not fun. You do see it sometimes. Remember all Henry Pollock, the second from Webster. (laughs) Pyramid. He's one of the worst. (laughs) He was a great game player, but God, he made the contestant so nervous. He was so intense. Well, because I think he was just deathly afraid of looking not brilliant. (sighs) I think, yeah, I think you're right. You know, so you sort of have that disdain for that, but, but I do think you're right. Betty was very. Um, she was. She just had all her sensors on. I felt like. Yeah, well put. So we salute you, Betty White. You and Louis DeJoy. We salute you. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's blasphemous. That's <laughs> disgusting. Oh, Betty White maybe has done a little more for the American culture. I'll grant you that. Good lord. Uh, shall we move on to our review for the week, Mom? Yes. This week, Mom and I are reviewing the Super Bob Einstein movie, which is a new HBO documentary about the comedian perhaps better known as the spoof stuntman Super Dave Osborne or irritable friend Marty Funkhauser on Curb Your Enthusiasm. From his beginnings writing for TV variety shows in the 60s to his later exploits on every talk show known to man— Speaking of someone who got around the entertainment business, right? Yeah. This documentary covers the life of a comedian who was clearly beloved by his peers. Here's a clip. Both of us had an idea to make Bob an evil Knievel character. 
Evil Knievel was a stuntman. He was famous for doing stunts that would risk his life. Everybody was obsessed with Evil Knievel. The suits with the stars and the crazy stunts. And we wanted to do something about that. As you can see, his head is being placed on a Parisian oak wood block. And believe you me, it's going to be a miracle if Super Dave is able to pull his head back in that fraction of a second. The way this is going to work is I will signal the French guillotine team with the word go, and I will do it in French. All right. And then I will escape from the blade. Super Dave is deep in concentration now as he prepares for this, his most dangerous. Does anyone dangerous... know what go is in French, the word? Well, I believe it's allay. Six years of Super Dave, which was a lot of writing and a lot of work, but it was just so much fun. The Super Bob Einstein movie is available on HBO Max. Mom, how super is Super Dave? Super Dave is the best. He's the best. And I'm going to tell you, the first time, and this is really odd, but the first time I ever saw him, he was on somebody, I'm going to say, Merv Griffin, because I just remember that that was on Mm -hmm. in the afternoon after I came home from school. Mm. Um, And he came on and he was sort of dressed in, uh, he was sort of dressed like a jock and he came on and he came on as a football player and he was telling Merv about how nasty it was to play football and that when you when they all got it down on the line that some people carried nails and would jab them into their, to their leg and stuff like that. And I was at an age where I didn't, where I sort of laughed at it, but I wasn't sure. Mm. (laughs) Uh, You know, I was probably 11 or 12 and it seemed like, oh, I can't wait to tell some people about this. But there was just that edge of, what? <laughs> and um, and I remember that being my first experience with not understanding humor. Mm, mm. So I have always remembered him from, you know, he must have been quite young at that time. Uh and and but really had his his uh, pattern down. That's a similar story to um, what is it? Is it um, Tommy Smothers talks about seeing it, or is it Dick? I think it's Tommy talks about seeing him on the um, late night show um, where he was just the guy who made the stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And, oh yeah, right? yeah. Happened yeah. to just put down some friend of his and. Yes. Um, Playing it all straight, and Tommy Smothers describes a very similar experience um, where he's laughing, but he's also like, "Wait, is this? You know, what is going on here?" Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he does that, that effect on you because he um, he's uh, no one could hold a look of disdain better than him. You know, if some uh, late night host uh, that he was guesting on. Uh, Cracked a joke at his even mild expense. Um, yeah, at the expense of his character, really. God, right. he would just yes. give you this um, dead-eyed. Are stare. you kidding me? Yeah. 
um, that watching at home, you're uh, like you get a little uncomfortable, but it's uh, it's the sort of discomfort that just makes you laugh despite yourself. Yes, yes. Um, he he really was a genius at that. I I can't say that I uh, appreciated him as much on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, be, because that show can be prickly just from Larry, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's another, you know, as I was writing the little intro and I wrote irritable friend Marty Funkhauser, I was like, well, is that really enough of a distinguisher on Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that narrows it down. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't might not be able to pick between the two. Uh, but certainly, and, and of course, these are these are shows that you you weren't there for, but the Smothers Brothers show mm. and Officer Judy, his portrayal of Officer Judy. Have you seen that on on uh, YouTube? Oh, or sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely yeah. seen that over the years. Yeah, a character that would be familiar to a lot of people. We're reflecting on the man himself who passed away in early uh, 2019. Uh, the the movie is fine. It's a bunch of uh, comedians like Larry David and um, Albert Brooks, his brother. And, his brother, um, yeah. You know, his family and friends and other comedians who admire him talking about him. There's nothing uh, surprising or really, I found, especially polished about this documentary. But it's a, it's a nice assembly of um, funny clips. The uh, Super Dave Osborne clips just still works so well the rhythm the literal slam bang rhythm of those even though you know as they say in the documentary even though you always know what's coming um yes. that super dave's gonna get his comeuppance like it always just happens at an uh, an instant sooner than you expected and bang right. yes it gets Johnny, that's right that's you're right it comes a second before you're ready for it and that's that's what gets you every time <laughs> Um, I think it was, I think it was Tommy Smothers. I'm not sure. I should have written that down. But one of them said that he used a skit, that skit on his show. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel said that, yeah. Oh, Jimmy That's Kimmel right. said that. That he used a skit on his show that he had used years and years <laughs> ago. And and uh, Super Dave Osborne said, nobody will remember. Well, not actually. Bob Einstein right, said, Bob nobody will remember. Nobody will remember. It'll be fine. And he was right. Nobody, everybody had the perfect reaction to it. So he um, he had a little funny niche, I think, in, in comedy, in yeah. the world of comedy, that was greatly appreciated by his fellow comedians. Yeah, sure. As, as well way. as the public. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on the super... Super, I almost said Super Dave uh, about a thousand times putting this together. I kept writing down Super Dave. It's the Super Bob <laughs> Einstein movie. Um, the title really shows you the level of, um, uh, of craft that went into this film. <laughs> but again, <clears throat> that's fine because it's all about reflecting on the guy and watching some of his work. Uh, so it's great for that. Uh, on HBO Max, like I said, Mom, what is your grade for the Super Bob Einstein movie? I, I give it an A because I, I, Daddy and I laughed enough yeah. and uh, enjoyed it enough. I don't, I do think uh, the only thing that we heard in it that we didn't know was how much he cared for his family. Yeah. That, yeah. that was very important to him. And um, I think it was nice that they 
went to the trouble to include that because it isn't all up showbiz. It isn't all. Yep. You know, your family is there sacrificing and, and enjoying you, too. So yep. nice that they weren't forgotten. I, I think I think it's a very, very enjoyable piece. OK, agreed. Uh, that's the Super Bob Einstein movie on HBO Max. Mom, do you have a recommendation this week? Well, I do have a recommendation for a book. Did I write it down? Oh, a sad book? No, I just sent it to you. Yeah, I have it, it. The Abduction of Pretty Penny by Leonard Goldberg. That's what <clears throat> I, I recommend I... this week. Well, Mom can't get her act together, but I'll tell you a book that I like. is uh, The Abduction of Pretty Penny. <laughs> It's written in the style, uh, actually, the uh, uh, the sleuth in this book is the daughter of Sherlock Holmes. So it's written in that style. Oh, what's and, her name? Uh, Joanna. Oh, not Shirley? Shirley Holmes? Would have been perfect. <laughs> Joanna, all right. But I have to say, I would, I would also recommend... A show that you sent to me. Okay, good. Yeah. To watch. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Big Fat Quiz of the Year 2021. Yep. <clears throat> oh. Check it out on YouTube. <laughs> now, don't get confused when you look it up on YouTube because um, there's look for one that was posted just a few weeks ago because there's another Big Fat Quiz of the Year 2021 <sighs> that aired in like January and it's about last last year. But yeah, find it on YouTube. Um, it's hosted by Jimmy Carr and uh, who was on it? James A. Caster. Um, I can't and I remember. I didn't know anybody else. Yeah. I, I didn't remember anybody else. But they go through the year, and um, it's kind of fun because you can play along, and yeah. there's lots and lots of laughs. Very relaxed. Lots and lots of laughs. Another one of those panel shows that Mom and I have been into the past couple of years, but I think this is a pretty popular one. And you also watched the Countdown, excuse me, the uh, Cats Does Countdown Christmas special, right? No, I have seen that. Oh, you haven't that. seen that yet. Okay, yeah, that's good. I mean, it's not the same without Sean Locke, as we uh, touched on on the podcast last year, right. but um, right. it's still pretty funny. All right. Wow. That was a, a grab bag of recommendations. So we got The Abduction of Pretty Penny, uh, starring Shirley Holmes by Leonard Goldberg. Uh, check that out at your local library or bookstore. Uh, we got uh, The Big Fat Quiz of the Year 2021, hosted by Jimmy Carr. And we got uh, Cats Does Countdown Christmas Special, also hosted by Jimmy Carr. Two-thirds of our recommendations are hosted by the wow. same guy this week. That's got to be a record. Uh, I think so. Mom, I believe that'll do it for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Is that right? I believe so. Okay. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. And we're going to talk about... Oh, that's, oh, this card is blank. Oh, um, oh, I have something. Oh, go. Go. Yeah, how about something interesting? Okay, we'll run with that. Something interesting next time. Hey, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. Now, did you tell your friends over the holidays? And by the way, what if a friend told you about the podcast? Have you mm. passed it along yet? Keep the chain going or else you will be cursed. We love and to get... And also, can I... I'm yeah, sorry. Go. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have a giveaway next time. 
Oh, 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 a giveaway next time. Okay, so mom's sweetening the pot there. Uh, we'd love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Talk to us about anything. We love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now. Oh, we got to talk about so long, huh? I didn't get any emails about so long. I can't You're believe You're kidding. That. Really? Yeah. Not one? Not one. Now, for uh, almost a year now, like a oh year ago, we wrapped up a podcast. And as usual, mom and I said our goodbyes. And then I said, so long. And I said to mom, what was that? Where did that so long come from? <laughs> so ever since then, every time uh, we say goodbye, I add uh, so long. I try to make it bigger every week. It's um, huge. Huge. Um, and then cut it out. And then in the last podcast of the year, I said to mom, I'm going to keep it in this time and we'll see if anybody noticed. <laughs> Nobody noticed or cared. Whereas if we leave out something interesting, we hear about it <laughs> right away. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I love you. Love you, too. So long!